Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries? Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview? Let's find out together. Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Mushtaq FM. Hello guys, we are very very glad to meet you again on Mushtar FM and today is our cultural program. Here are three of us with you. It's Ricardo, Irina and Julia. And today we have a very fancy and lovely topic to discuss with you, our dear listeners. So this week is much about Easter. So I think you would like to talk with us about Easter, Easter holidays and also different traditions all over the world. First of all, happy Easter to everyone. Yeah, good beginning, Ricardo. Thank you. <laughs> we hope you had a good Easter as we did. Yeah, we have already had our Easter holiday, our Easter Sunday, because now we are living in Hungary. Me and Irina, we are from Russia and our Easter is just going to be in Russia. Yes, this Sunday. Yeah. Uh, there is one week uh, before Catholic Easter and Orthodox Easter. Yeah, but for Ricardo it was okay, because it's normal time when they celebrate Easter holiday. And today we would like to know more about Easter traditions and also this difference between Catholic Easter and Christian Easter and Easter's of other countries. So who wants to share your knowledge and your expression? And uh, First of all, I would like to all the listeners to put like on our Facebook page EVS Mustar FM and on our Instagram page EVS Mustar FM. Oh yes, by the way, because we are doing it for you guys with all of our love. Exactly, and our effort. And also you can listen to us on Anchor and Spotify. So if you want to listen from us about Easter and all this kind of stuff, just tune in. Okay, so first of all, if we have already celebrated this great holiday, guys, do you remember how was it? And maybe we should share our own Easter Sunday with our listeners, because I remember our great and delicious dinner which we had this Sunday. Yes, I think it was awesome and uh, we really had a great lunch and we uh, prepared for Easter, we cooked, so no violations. I have to say because we live together so it's okay we are happy we could be together in that day we were not alone so everybody cooked something and uh, we with Julia painted eggs it's a Russian tradition we cooked little kulichi it's a cakes uh, Russian cakes for Easter but it was a mini version of kulichi because Russian kulich is uh, big enough uh, big and tall but we don't have the form for that so we decided to make it small but it was nice too uh, we had that much fun during we were cooking because we have different traditions and guys were cooking some delicious meatballs or something like that so it was really a good period of time before the holiday because I should admit that I loved it 
I think much more than even the holiday because I love this atmosphere when we are cooking something, when we are preparing this different nice kind of stuff for the holiday. What about you guys? What about you, Ricardo? It was really good because we mixed our cultures because I cooked Italian, Andrei cooked Hungarian, yeah. and you cooked Russian. Yes, by the way, I wanted to try paprikas a long time, but now everything is closed and uh, unfortunately I didn't try it in Budapest. I planned, but I didn't. So now I don't have a possibility to do it, so it was my first paprikas in Hungary. And how was? It was like I expected. Because it's chicken and uh, I know this uh, recipe of paprikash, it was very good and it's approved by me. But it was not chicken. <laughs> it wow. was chicken. It was turkey. Really? really? Yeah, it was oh. turkey. Oh my god. <laughs> so that's a surprise. Thank yeah. you, Ricardo. <laughs> surprise in the egg was no, the turkey. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but originally I loved it because the same situation as Irina. I haven't tried anything Hungarian here except Langoshi maybe. So that's a real pity that I'm living here for almost three months and I've just tried something Hungarian. So thank you, Andre. You're not here, but we remember <laughs> your... <laughs> You are close and maybe you are listening to us speaking while you're in your room. Because we have to say that we are in quarantine, so we are recording from our home. Yeah, so we have a new studio, guys. We hope you will like our new sound. Yeah, and it's very cozy because Ira really decorated the room well. Yeah, agree. But oh. it's not invitation. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 guys. Maybe we will send you some pictures later, but also we're not sure. No, we're not sending pictures if you don't put like on our pages. Ah, uh, yeah. No. Agree. But now let's talk about our countries and our traditions. Because I'm from Italy and you're from Russia and we have different traditions to celebrate Easter. So tell me a little bit about your Easter traditions. Actually, I was wondering what we have so much differences in Easter because people in the most of countries, as I know, still paint eggs. But in Italy, no. In Italy, people eat only chocolate eggs. And it was a surprise for me. And uh, when I asked Ricardo how many eggs you can eat, he answered, mm, a lot. <laughs> and, I, and, and I thought, oh my God, he likes eggs so much. But uh, I think he meant chocolate eggs and uh, chocolate eggs, of course, we can eat as much as we can, I think, but uh, it's not about chicken eggs. Among us, uh, there is no uh, big lover of chicken eggs yeah, as we opened. Yeah. I have to say that I was thinking about chocolate eggs and of course you can eat like everything with yeah. chocolate eggs. Yes, for me it was a real surprise when after our Easter dinner in my fridge there were so many eggs because none of us uh, likes it so much and I should confess even I hate the eggs. Maybe it sounds very uh, awful because Easter and egg, egg is a symbol of Easter but for me is more fun when I'm painting eggs and when I'm doing it with my mom and and I can share one more tradition with you, Ricardo. Maybe not tradition, but one of the way how we paint eggs. We use onion cover. Yeah! <laughs> During the year, my mom is collecting the covering of onions. And also, Andre and Irina have already told me why. Because, of course, in ancient times, we didn't have any other option to paint the egg. So, the egg should be originally red or brown, kind of that. And 
I think Irina will tell us later why the color of eggs should be red. And that's why our ancestors used the cover of onion, because onion gives this red color to the eggs. But of course now we have a lot of different options. We even can buy the ready painted eggs in any supermarket. But, but there I'm, is no fun. Yeah, yeah, there is no fun. So for me the most fun thing about Easter holiday is to paint eggs. And we prefer, as you understood, we girls prefer different color painted eggs. So that's why our eggs were orange, red, blue and green. But what about red color? First of all, I would like to ask you guys, do you know why egg is uh, one of the symbol of Easter and I can say the main symbol of Easter? No, I don't know. Mm, I can guess because egg is a symbol of life. Am and I fertility. Right? Yeah, by the way. Yes, it's true and uh, like you said, it's a symbol of life and it's symbol of eternal life and uh, fertility. But if we talk about fertility, it's uh, more about pre-Christian period. Because I can say that many Easter symbols are associated with pre-Christian period and even with paganism. For example, in Russian folklore there is a William Kashey. His life is hidden in an egg and you can kill him only if you break that egg. But it's not only about fairy tales, it's also about religion. I mean, image of Kashey is associated with uh, pagan gods among uh, Slavic people in pre-Christian period and uh, I'm sure that Julia uh, knows Russian fairy tales about Kashey. It's uh, the most evil guy in the world, <laughs> and, uh, really and Russian children are afraid of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, Kashey is yes this kind of evil character in our fairy tales, and he's looking like I can't say that he's looking like skeleton, but very very thin guy. And like all in the more something like that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but actually, sometimes he's handsome. I mean. In our movies, uh, we have a lot of different images of Cachet. And also, I would like to add, Cachet loves young girls. So that was the main plot of our fairy tales, when Cachet steals a young girl, beautiful one, smart one, and then the handsome prince is looking for her, he's trying to reveal her and find and make her free. But I didn't know that Cachet is connected with this pre-Christianian period. One more interesting thing that in our fairy tales, the life of uh, Cachet is hiding inside the egg. Were you afraid of Cachet when you were younger? I can admit that no. When I was younger, I wasn't afraid of him. It just it was fun for me because I was thinking that if Cachet would steal me, I won't be frightened. Because actually he's very fun and he's very clever. While these beautiful girls were sitting in prison with him, actually they had kind of quizzes and discussions with him. So I can't say that he's a stupid one. He's evil, yes, but he's an interesting character. So I think it would be interesting to be in prison with him. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know which uh, fairy tales you mean because as I, yes, I remember some movies about Cachet and he is not so creepy there, but I mean uh, fairy tales from books and uh, description of Cachet there it's not so nice. So maybe it's just our Soviet fairy tales for children. Of course Cachet wasn't so creepy, but in books he looked very frightening. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, so let's go to Christianity again. In Christianity, the Easter egg is a symbol of the Holy Sepulchre, in which eternal life was hidden. Our Italian friends asked us why we fight with eggs. So in Palestine, tombs were built in caves and the entrance was closed with a stone. And the legend says what the stone that covered the tomb of Jesus Christ resembled the shape of an egg. So for Christians, the Easter egg is a reminder of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, of salvation and eternal life. And so there is a legend what when Jesus Christ resurrected, that stone was broken. And that's why people find by eggs. So that's why they try to break the eggs, break the door. Yeah, 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 exactly. And uh, as we talked, the red color, which is the most often colored X, means the suffering and blood of Christ. And one of the legends of egg coloring at Easter is associated with uh, Mary Magdalene. So after the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Maria decided to tell this news to Empire. Tiberius, and uh, it was impossible to go to the empire without any gift, and she had nothing, and uh, she took just an egg as a symbolic gift. And then Mary told the empire what Jesus Christ had risen. The empire laughed very much and said, oh, it's impossible, as your white egg returned to red. And immediately after his words, the egg turned to red. So that's why red color is the most popular. But uh, yes, after years, people just, I think, started to do it. In creative way. Yes, yeah, in creative way, yeah. Yeah, because I remember even my school time when I was a child, we also used the egg cover, so without egg inside, and we had kind of competition which egg would be the best one, the most beautiful. I had competition too, and I can say that my grandma saved that egg. Oh, <laughs> yes, really I nice. yes, I think I was 10 or something like that, and we it's still want cute. to see it now. Yeah, I would like to. I yeah. need to ask about it. Did you win? It wasn't competition, actually. It was just a task, school task. Yeah, so kind of, you know, when you have some kind of arts, and that's the subject when you're doing something with your creativity. So, yes, actually, But yes. I have to say that I looked deep into our Italian culture, and in some cities, someone paints eggs. Mm. It's not national to do that, but someone does, because in Italy, every city has a different culture. So every city has its own way to celebrate Easter. For example, in my city, we don't do like anything special. We just go to the mass at midnight, the day before. It is one hour mass. So there is all these people walking to the city with the, cro with the crooks, telling the story of Jesus Christ and singing. And then they go to the church and celebrate the mass. But the most beautiful mass is at 11, the day, the day after. So the Easter day, where you go like really good dressed up, And there are like places in the city where you can eat, they have food, chocolate eggs, and you celebrate there. I think we have the same, I mean, with the church the day before. So Saturday before Sunday, all the people are coming to the churches, yes, to listen to the mass. And yes, on Sunday, people are coming from the churches, they have their kulichi, as I told earlier, and all the eggs, all the food, and on Sunday we have this great, great, not dinner even, I can say breakfast, even breakfast time. And this is strange for me, because in Italy we don't have the Easter breakfast, 
we have just a massive lunch. And the peculiar thing is that in Italy, every region has a way to celebrate Easter lunch. For example, in my region, we have some dishes that are kind of mandatory to eat for Easter. So we have first appetizers, we have this cheesecake, a salty one, with chauscolo, which is kind of salami that is only produced in my region. And then we have ham with bread and all this kind of... Julia, don't cry, please. <laughs> you guys can't see, want but... to try all yeah, this Yeah, you're stuff. drooling for the food. And then we have tortellini with broth. After that, we have cappone, which is kind of a big rooster. Really big. It's almost yeah. like five kilos. We remember the story from Antonella about Capone. Yeah. <laughs> Al Capone. Al Capone, yeah, the famous gangster. <laughs> we eat that and then lamb. In Italy, everyone at Easter eats lamb. You can cook it fried lamb or in the oven or in the grill. Usually we do it on the grill with potatoes. And mm -hmm. after that we have colomba, which means dove. It is the symbol of Easter, also mm -hmm. the, the dove with the olive branch. And with Colomba, which is like a panettone. Have you ever had panettone? Yeah, yeah. I almost wanted to ask you about panettone. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of the same, but with nuts inside. And you can put like Nutella there or cream, everything you want. Mm -hmm. And then the chocolate egg. And you forgot to tell us about the most tasty part of lamp. <laughs> Oh. Oh, because guys, we were talking about lamb, showing pictures of my friend Easter, they were cooking like hell and I showed them one of my friend Enrico, which I say hello to him Hello! I hope you, I hope you digested what you eat because he had the head of the lamb, which is really tasty. And I think not look um, fancy. Yes, <laughs> no, it's not it, fancy. It looks, it looks creepy, really. <laughs> but old people they are the experts, of course, say that <laughs> this is the best part of the lamb. Mm -hmm. The really best, because the brain is very tasty and soft. Someone eats the eyes mm -hmm. and the teeth. Have you ever tried brains? Or I eyes? tried brain. And what can you say about it? That brain is really good. Oh. I even tried blood. It's always it good, good when brain. brain is good. <laughs> brain should be <laughs> yeah, good. It, it now it sounds lamb. creepy. <laughs> okay, but I would like to add that I know that lamb is also a symbol in Poland. They make a lamb from the butter. So it's kind of fun also yeah. for families. And they have this buttery lamb on their tables for the Easter dinner. But you know about this, this lamb that you said? I, I have a story. A story? I can just give you a guess, maybe. I think that lamb is also connected with all this Jesus stuff, sorry for this kind of definition, because when, for example, I'm traveling in Europe, any other person, you can find this uh, place where lambs are lying, and it's connected with Jesus Christ. So that's why I think people use this symbol also, lamb, and eat lamb, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, you are right, because if you go to the Mass, for example, in Italy, you will always hear the sentence Lamb of God, mm -hmm. Agnello di Dio, because it's like a pure animal. Mm -hmm. So that's why it reflects God. But about the, the Polish one, you told about with butter. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a tradition that on Easter, they go with a basket full of food to let it to be blessed by the priest of the church. Mm -hmm. And in this bucket, you should have one boiled egg, 
some sweeties, some pieces of sausages, because they're very popular there, and then the lamb that you said. Uh -huh. So you go to the church, you wait in the line, then the priest bless the food, and you can go, and the day you can eat it. Uh -huh, so you will never eat the food without if you don't do that. Uh -huh. So we have the same. On Sunday our people go to the church and make the same with their food. Yeah. And also, because I spent time in Poland, like six months living there, and I had the pleasure to have Easter there. And it's really different from my Easter, but kind of similar to yours. Yeah, yeah, I think if you were in Poland, so if you one day will join Russian Easter, you will find similar things, so yeah. I found something, and now I want you to say if these things are similar to Russian tradition or not. Okay. Okay, I okay. woke up at half past nine, and we started to eat at ten. Yes, I think it's the same, because uh, actually, like we said, uh, we had uh, Easter lunch here, but in Russia it's Easter breakfast, so yes, it's the same. Yeah. But we started with vodka. Mm, no, no. <laughs> only red wine. Not only, I think it depends on people, but uh, traditional uh, drink for Easter, it's uh, red wine, it's kagor. It's like... Uh, uh, yeah, like wine made in monasteries, oh, kind yes. of that, yeah. Mm -hmm. But I signed wine, something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Okay. Oh, signed wine. Yeah. The holy wine. Maybe. Yeah, holy wine. Yeah, holy yeah. wine. But I can say, I think most of people not drink wine uh, during morning time. I think maybe we are doing it in the evening. Because during the breakfast it's more like family time and we are eating, we are fighting with eggs, kind of that. But about wine, I'm not sure that we are doing it in the breakfast time. But yeah, we tried this vodka and then there was the traditional soup that they had and then the lunch began. But they have some curiosity about the games they play for Easter because they have the battle of the eggs, mm -hmm. but in this battle there are two raw eggs. Oh. So not just boiled. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh, I see. And so the one who wins is the one that is not stained with, yeah, with, with the other egg, yeah, <laughs> because it's almost indestructible. And other than that, there is this funny thing that in Italy it's the Befana who does this job, which is like a relative of Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. I don't I, think you have Befana I've heard something, or... Befana, Bufana. I mean, I've heard something about Italy, yes, but no, we, we don't have any... No, we have this any no, character. No, no, no. holiday called... Epifania, Epiphany, mm -hmm. where this Befana goes to every house if you were a good boy oh. and gives you sweetest. Uh -huh. And if you're not, his husband, the Vecchione, which is really scary, okay. comes with charcoal because you were not good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you will not eat, you just have charcoal. How do you think uh, who will come to us if we were in Poland? <laughs> I mean, our Easter lunch. <laughs> oh. Vecchione for sure. <laughs> he came to me once. Oh, really? And I was really scared. It was in your childhood, this story? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, because in my room I have the window and then there is a roof. So my father, like, dresses up as the Vecchione. He's oh, really scared with a big nose, with this bag. And knock on the window, I was playing with the PlayStation and I saw the guy, I was like, ah! I freaked out, I ran away and it was my father doing oh the Oh god. And they have, in Poland, the bunny that does this thing. Bunny, so, yeah. 
if you were a good guy, the bunny during the night will bring you sweeties. So when you wake up during the morning, you find a basket of sweeties just from the bunny. Mm -hmm. And another one is on the I really hope Polish listeners to pronunciate well this word because it's really difficult to me. Is Napienieszie Palmy. And this is a contest when you have a palm and you have to decorate the palm in the most beautiful way in order to win. So there is a jury. Interesting. And, yeah, and the jury says which palm is the best and you have a prize. Mm -hmm. I don't know the prize, but and the, the palms are decorated with flowers, with olive branches, with everything. Mm -hmm. It's really colorful because you always find like these markets, like open air markets with all these palms really decorated and all the market is decorated, it's really beautiful. Mm, and I've then, never heard about this, yeah. I mean about palms. No. We don't no. have this in Russia. Because we don't have palms. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, neither in Poland. Yeah, we have willow. I mean, willow is kind of substitute of palm. And also we have no any bunnies. I mean, it's not Russian tradition, but of course we know about bunnies. And I think this tradition is close to German people. And boys and girls in Germany are looking for a surprise from Bunny. Because when they wake up, their parents tell them that, okay, so let's go and find the sweeties from Bunny. I think it's really nice. It's like we are looking for presents under the Christmas tree during Christmas. And <laughs> European people are looking for sweets from Bunny. But do you know why? Easter bunny, bunny with X. I think it's strange, bunny with X, isn't? Yes, for me it's strange, and actually I've never known about this bunny tradition. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and I never cared. As, as long as the bunny was chocolate bunny, for me it was okay. Actually, the bunny, it's also called Easter rabbit or Easter hare. So the hair was a popular motif in medieval church art uh, because uh, there was an idea what a hair could reproduce without loss of virginity. Mm. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, it's like some of uh, association this uh, Virgin Mary. And again, there is a point of view about connection uh, Easter symbol, like Easter bunny, this uh, paganism, because uh, the hare was uh, the sacred beast of uh, Easter or Oster, like in German. So it's a Saxon goddess of spring, and it sounds like Easter actually. So her name, it's very close. And the belief that uh, Oster had a hair companion who became the Easter Bunny and actually I don't know from where this idea uh, <laughs> came, yes, but uh, first uh, it was in a BBC documentary film, oh. so yes, there is maybe some foundation for that. So I just uh, wanted to say again that Easter symbols take uh, their beginning in the pre-Christian period, so yes, it's interesting. interesting. Even uh, Easter bunnies. Mm -hmm. Also, the chocolate Easter bunnies come from the 15th century, oh. because the Germans were the first to make these chocolate bunnies because of this Yes, yes, uh, bunny, it's a German from story. Germany, yeah. Yeah. And so they were the first to invent chocolate bunny that we have nowadays. And what else interesting about Polish people? Or I have Russian? one more thing that uh -huh. is also present here in Hungarian culture. Ah, uh, I think I guess. I think you guess. Yeah. It's the about water. water? Oh. Yeah. Yes, because 
in Poland, in Easter time, if a guy liked you, had to throw water to you through a bucket. Mm-hmm, I see. I mean, it's not the best way to approach a girl. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it's the best way to make her catch cold, I can say. Yeah, but if the girl was interested in the guy, she had to give him an egg. Ah, I can give him just a, a kick. <laughs> After yeah. that. So romantic, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, we had this kind of culture in school when uh, a boy takes your ponytail or other kind of stuff, it means that he loves you. So, yes. Or he wants to be kicked. Yeah, so if someone yes. is kicking you, it means he or she is loving you. <laughs> All mm. boys uh, who did that uh, were beaten by me. <laughs> so poor boys. Okay. Are they alive now? I think they are still alive, but they remember you. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. But also, I would like to add, Andrei told us that now in Hungary, boys and men don't use water, but they use perfume. And they power perfume on the girls till noon. Because can you imagine this bouquet of smell? Oh which my god. If it's Chanel, it's okay. <laughs> but I think... I think no. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, girls, be aware, because I also have one interesting tradition in Czech Republic. Boys also express their feelings with kind of this way. In Czech Republic, there exists a tradition. Young boys and men weave this special kind of willow twig. And what they are doing? They are hitting the beloved girl with this willow twig. It means that willow is a symbol of health and the symbol that you can have healthy children. So if you want to have children, you should take this twig and beat your girl. So Sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to have children. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, guys. Uh, 18 plus. Today we have program 18 plus. Be It's careful. Okay, <laughs> okay so re yes, because uh, what I would like to say that girls are always beaten by someone, by boys who love them, by boys who don't love them. So what's going on? What strange traditions? So don't you think? I, I prefer the water one at least. Water, okay. Yeah, because with the perfume is too much. Yes, too you, much. You will end up smelling. Okay, perfume it's too much, but to be beaten it's okay. <laughs> no, let me go there. To be beaten is totally awful. But I don't I, know why you should beat like you're like, I love you, boom! <laughs> yeah, but I think we can change traditions, so why girls can't do the same? I mean, uh, let's take a twig and bomb. Let's boy. beat men. <laughs> If you love them. Yeah, yeah so why not? Ah, by the way, do you know what uh, in Russia there is a phrase that if men beat you, it means he loves you? Mm -hmm. Strange kind of love, no. yeah. Mm -hmm. Strange, strange yeah. love. Yeah, I don't agree. Um, If a man loves you, he will never beat you. Yeah, we will discuss it in other programs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But in Italy, to close the circle of Italy, we have other games. Have you ever tried to carry an egg on a spoon in your mouth? Yeah, sure. Ah, yes, we have. We have a competition. So a lot of people with the egg have to reach a point, and then the one who can do it win surprise, but it's really difficult. So, to say, I, yes, I wanted distance. to ask, is yeah. it really difficult? Because I've never tried. I just, I was watching this, but I've never hey, tried. After, after this recording, we will try. Okay. You still have eggs? Uh, yes. Okay, so we will do it. But it uh, should be raw egg? 
Yeah, it should be Roeg. Because uh, when we were children and uh, played that game, I think uh, for our safety, it was MTX. So uh, uh, only the car. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, before it, people uh, did. Ah, uh, it with a needle. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. with a needle. Yes, yes. Yeah, and we have only the shell of the egg. Okay. Because we were little children and uh, nobody trusted us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now we do with uh, with a raw egg, so the full egg. So if it fails, it's your fault yeah, and it you will be, be staying. Yeah. <laughs> I can say. And uh, would you like guys to try to join this activity they have in the USA when they rolling the eggs on the grass? Because in the USA they have this tradition for small children. They have kind of competition whose egg will be the fastest. I would love to. But I think it's too boring, like, okay, so... In Italy we have a game like that, uh -huh. but with cheese. Uh -huh. So you have the big cheese, the round one, and you roll it down a hill, and then you have to run to take it. <laughs> okay, and what is the secret? I mean, how to make your own egg be the most quick in this game? So it's just like you push it and it's rolling and down and... Yeah. yeah. It's, about... it's a matter of hope. Okay. But I would like to play. I think when all this stuff ends, I mean about this virus, we definitely should try to roll something on the grass. Oh, definitely. Ourselves and the eggs. Yeah. <laughs> Ourselves. First with of all. eggs. Yeah. With eggs. We're gonna make the Mustarhaus Easter competition. Yeah. In August. <laughs> In August, but it's okay. Yeah, why not? So our boss actually told us that we will have an opportunity to... Yes, our boss uh, promised to... To throw water on you. Yes. To take part in this Holoco festival, which we didn't visit actually. But we will know um, whom he likes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys, let's check a bit later. So, and I think we are talking about Easter, like about some bright and very family holiday when everyone is gathering together and have this great dinner or breakfast, no matter what. But I would like to say that in Norway this celebration has a kind of dark side because in Norway they have this tradition together all together with their family members to watch kind of creepy film about the murders or kind of that, can you imagine? So I don't know why. It's like Halloween, <laughs> yeah, but with Easter eggs. Yeah, it's more like Easter Halloween and even they have the dog stories on the cover, for example, of milk. So even if you are in the shop, you are buying something, you can guess who was the murderer or something like that. The same they have in Sweden and Denmark. I mean, they have also Halloween's tradition during Easter when the children wear these suits of witches and other evil characters and they are coming to their neighbors they are looking for sweets of course they are asking neighbors to give them sweets that's the main thing i can say that uh, scandinavian people have really many interesting traditions holiday traditions for example do you know what uh, they do in christmas no no just watch uh, disney uh, cartoons and it's tradition and uh, and kali anka it's uh, Donald Duck in Sweden. Uh, it doesn't matter how old are you. In the Christmas day, you just stay at home and watch on TV Disney cartoons. Well, I have to say that we do the same. Yeah? Yeah. And you? 
Of course. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Christmas time. Now the most beautiful story is it is the rich and the poor. Every time on Christmas we have the schedule. So we have Home Alone. Uh, oh, yeah. Home Alone, Home it's of it, course. It's classics. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Home Alone and the rich and the poor mm -hmm. with Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. But I can say we can watch Disney's cartoons during the year. Any time, I mean... Yeah, it's not a crime. So, yes, I mean... It's beautiful. Okay, so let it be then. Yeah, but I would like to go back to my home country for the last time because I said that in Italy we have a lot of traditions because every city has its own, it's very different. And you were telling me before recording about Florence. Yeah. Which is, in my opinion, the most beautiful. So maybe you can tell about what happens and I will tell you the background. So everything I know about celebration, the Easter holiday in Florence, that it's kind of cart with two white oxen. They are coming from one place to other. You will give us details. And at the end of this show is a great burning of fireworks. So I think it's impressive. Why fireworks? Why oxen? Why white? What can you tell us about I this? can tell you this. Okay, let's go back to the Crusades time. Again, okay. Because in the Church of the Holy Apostles, Santi Apostoli in Italian, according to the tradition, three splinters of the Holy Sepulchre arrived to this church thanks to Pazzino de Pazzi after the Crusade in Palestine in the 1097. But moreover, the story tells that at the liberation of Jerusalem, the crusaders gathered in the Church of Resurrection, Chiesa della Resurrezione for our Italian friends, distributing the blessed fire and made with the rubbing of the three fragments of the sepulchre. So that's why the fireworks. Mm -hmm. And they were used also in the following years as Easter candles. So subsequently, they began to set up a cart to carry the sacred fire into the houses. And the houses became like more and more lavish and then it became an event. So not just this habit, so they tried to create an event, a holiday about it. So today the tradition is still going on in Florence during Easter day. So there is this cart pulled with white oxen to the Duomo of Florence, which is in the main square. And the cart is then tied to an altar by an iron wire on which a columbi is tied with an mm -hmm. olive branch in its beak. And this should slide towards the wagon for the bursting of the fireworks containing it, that they will explode. Mm -hmm. And what about poor animals? I mean, aren't they afraid of all these explosions? Or it's kind of, they leave this cart and they pull them away? Cause... Well, to be sure, I don't know because I've never been in Florence for mm -hmm. Easter and I've never watched the video. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think they are pretty scared. You know, it's strange for animals to see like fireworks. Yeah, of course. All these people around. I think uh, the animals who are really scared of Easter its lambs in Italy. Yeah. <laughs> lambs and also roosters. By the way, not to... And Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to talk about Easter and I mean all these Easter traditions, but I really always think about these poor animals. Of course, we are predators and we should eat something, but it's like this rooster was running in your own yard and then you... And then anymore. 
anymore how people kill them it's very cruel I can now say. I will never eat uh, young clamp do you know why uh, the meat of young clamp is so uh, soft and tasty because young lambs uh, don't eat, they uh, drink only milk of mm. uh, their mothers and they uh, don't have any fat and uh, that's why and so it's like babies. Yeah, sometimes we call them like milky lamb. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's awful. I will never eat it. Oh, but it's so tasty. <laughs> so guys, it's really I can cool. imagine, but no, yeah, it's when not it's on me. the grill, era. No, oh. so yes. Ricardo is an absolute predator. Guys, be aware. <laughs> okay, but I can also add. It's tradition. Oh, it's tradition. Yeah. Ricardo should be happy, but uh, we don't have uh, vegetarians here yeah, or vegans. Yeah, yeah. because oh, he could definitely. be in danger. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I would like to add that people celebrate Easter all over the world, not only in Christian countries, but even in Japan and Nigeria and China. You can join Easter holiday because in all of these countries you can find the church and you will have the celebration inside the church, the mass, all these sweets and all this food. So what I would like to say, it doesn't matter how far you are from your home now, but you can find something what is close to your soul, to your mind everywhere, almost everywhere. And even we are here, as we told earlier, everybody was asking me, Julia, why Easter now? I mean, last Sunday. And I've told them, so guys, I'm living in Hungary, so that's why I'm living with Hungarian laws. And for me, it doesn't matter when I will celebrate it, but the most important thing that I will do it, and I will have this atmosphere of a holiday. So no matter where you are, I think all the traditions are more or less similar, because we have the symbols of this holiday, we have the sense, and we have the company. I think that the most important things we should have for this celebration. I think it matters for religious people. Yeah, right. So for them, yeah, it's. But uh, I think we are not so religious. No, in Italy we have a say a way of saying it's Natale con i tuoi, Pasqua con chi vuoi, which means Christmas with your family. Yeah. But Easter with whom you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it's, not, it's nice. Yeah, so I it's like not it. religious because if it was religious, you should spend Easter with the family. It's kind of a holiday just together. Yeah, to have some dinner or breakfast or lunch together, to have fun together. Yeah. yeah. Talking about Easter, uh -huh. we have also the day after Easter, which is called Pasquetta. It means little Easter. Italian. And what are you doing during Little Easter? I think it. <laughs> well, you know, you're surprisingly correct, yes. <laughs> and in Pasqueta you stay with friends, never with the family, and you go out, maybe you go to a wood, to a forest, or to visit some cities, and you have lunch, you light a bonfire, you sing with the guitar, you grill meat, you drink, that's Pasqueta. It's just with friends. It's like after party. <laughs> yeah, it's like after resurrection. <laughs> after party. <laughs> after party. Yeah. Do you have this kind of tradition? What do you do the day after Easter? Because it's bank holiday. No, I think no. in Russia, Easter for me is finished already after Easter breakfast. Mm -hmm. So we have breakfast and after it, uh, everybody just do whatever what you want. Yeah. Want, yeah. Oh. And the next day, it's uh, just a day. But I think uh, it's uh, the same in Hungary. 
Hungary maybe the next day after Easter is a special day because it was holiday too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we have Monday and we have to go to our work and offices and other kind of stuff. So, But I would like also to tell you guys that I have interesting information about Australian Easter because Australia, I think it's absolutely another world. I mean, it's an interesting place I would like to visit and I really want to visit their Easter holiday because... In Australia, people don't eat these traditional dishes. They prepare special cake made from a lot of eggs and it's very, very airy. It's kind of merengue. A big mm. merengue cake with lots of fruits, kiwi, banana, strawberry. So it's really unusual and not as traditional as we got used to think about Easter. And also they have a very interesting symbol of the Easter holiday. They have not bunny, but they have bilby. Do you know who is Bilby? I don't know who is Bilby. Uh, if you want... Sounds like Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> But actually, yeah, they are so nice. Bilbies are kind of small rabbits. They look like rabbits, maybe rabbits. Are or... they the rabbits, like really small with really long With ear? long ear and oh, long nose. Oh, yes, yeah. I know them. Yeah, I watched yeah. the documentary about them. Yeah, so they, they are cool. very yeah. sweet and uh, also... DreamWorks, yes, DreamWorks made a very, very touching and poignant cartoon about Bilby. So when you have free time, I strongly recommend you to watch it. But why Bilby in Australia? Because they don't like rabbits or any kind of hair, because they eat their harvest. Uh, why Bilby? Bilby is kind of vanishing type in Australia and they want to save them. So... I really want to join Australian people during Easter to watch this Bilby symbol, to try their merengue, and I think it would be interesting. We can have like an Australian Easter. Yeah, maybe we can organize ourselves, yeah, yeah. but without Bilbies, so we will have only pictures of him. Bilbies? Yeah. We will manage somehow. Yeah. We can order Bilby's costume on AliExpress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody will be Bilby. Still alive. Have our own Bilby. I will not be that one. I would like to be. I was thinking yeah. about you, <laughs> by the way. Okay, guys, and if we are continuing talking about strange traditions about Easter, would you like to visit some exotic places, for example, like Bermudas? Because on the Bermudas, people during Easter holiday go to the beach and they are kiting there. Kite for them is a symbol of resurrection of the Christ, because Christ went to the sky. So they are kiting there and also after kiting they have kind of dinner, but dinner I would dare to say is very very simple with hot sandwiches and also eggs. So would you like to join kind of such a celebration oh absolutely on yes. the beach on the beach oh. of course but you've told us that you don't like the hot weather actually. no but i like the atmosphere okay <laughs> i will suffer a bit but i will be like on my amaka uh-huh. like, oh yes you do that i will stay here with my coconut drinking from that why not i would love to i you? think uh, in easter it's more with eggs when with coconuts <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I would like to visit Bermudi for sure, <laughs> but I'm not sure about Easter. And because actually I'm trying to bring some traditions and uh, my uh, lifestyle to the places where I go. So I mean, even 
here in our Easter lunch. It was uh, important for me to bring something uh, from Russia, I mean uh, some traditional stuff, and it uh, can be uh, too exotic uh, maybe for me. So I just try to say that uh, it uh, can't be my dream, oh my god, I want to visit Bermuda in Easter, but uh, if I were, yes, if I were there, why not? It could be interesting, but anyway, I will paint X there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the beach. <laughs> I have no doubt about that. Yeah, and we will give master class for all the Bermuda's people because... While yeah. surfing, painting yeah, X, yeah. while surfing. You are kiting, we are painting X, so why not? I agree. And, but um, I would like to share some strange ways to celebrate Easter because you were talking about Australia and Bermuda's now. Uh -huh. But in Europe, France has a really peculiar one. Did so you know? let us know, no. Because every Easter Monday, the residents of O, which is a city ah, in France, I've heard something about crack it, yeah. more than 4,500 eggs into a gigantic pan to create ah. a massive Easter omelette yeah. that serves 1,000 people. So each family breaks the eggs in their homes in the morning and they gather in the main square where the eggs are cooked for lunch and dinner and then the breakfast next morning because 4,500 eggs is like, wow. Mm -hmm. But do you know from what times this tradition has come? No, I don't know, but I think it's like from the ancient times. I've heard it was something about Napoleon times because he loved eggs so much and kind of that so connection with Napoleon, but I'm not sure. It's not for me because I hate omelette. <laughs> I don't eat omelette, <laughs> so I skip that uh, event. And also, let's go back to Oceania, in Papua New Guinea, there is no such thing as chocolate. They don't have a lot, I have to say. So they use tobacco sticks instead of chocolate. Oh, interesting. So if you want to have an exotic holiday, just go there and yeah. <laughs> try something new. And now the creepiest one, and this is kind of scary. So, so brace creepy. yourself, breathe, oh and don't go to Philippines at Easter. Why? Because in the Philippines some devout Catholics have taken to the practice of self-crucifixion and self-flagellation on Easter. Oh God. Their thinking is that it helps purify them and cleanse them of the sins of the world. Oh God, I was thinking that the most creepy show you can find in, in Spain, because there people have Saint Simana, I mean Saint Week, not Saint Week, but the week like we have in Russia, when you can't eat meat and kind of that, when you should clean up your mind and body. And during this week, people in Spain wear these scary suits and scary hats only with a place for eyes, and it really looks awful, but <laughs> I think, yeah, Philippines sounds yeah, like chill, creepy. chill, yeah. just eat. Come on, I don't understand it because Easter is a day of of life. Of life, yes, it's holiday of life. It's a spring. It's a time when uh, nature Blue is blooming. Uh, yes, yeah. uh, yes, waking up. And the weather uh, is fantastic because it's not so hot and it's not so cold. It's really warm. Yeah, so it's even uh, not uh, just a religious holiday. It's uh, really like a holiday of spring. spring of life and uh, I really I don't understand why it's necessary to do it creepy things in this day. 
Mm, I think it depends on these cultures and their traditions, so maybe it's important for them the, during this time. But I can agree, yes, Easter is more about something new. And also, if you want to try a new tradition, you can go to Corfu, because Corfu is a very beautiful Greek island. And there, people have this tradition, they throw away the pots. So be careful if you are walking in April, somewhere in the streets of Corfu, you should be aware. We do the, the same, port. but at but New Year's Eve. Yes, yes, New Year's Eve, so you threw out all the old things, as far as I know. It's even yeah. uh, more dangerous and, uh, yeah, <laughs> and worse than uh, perfume and water yeah, on you, so it's just pots. Pile and then throw it away. But does it really exist? I mean, this tradition, do you do that? Yeah, Still? I oh. do with my family. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah everyone does. <laughs> Okay, and uh, was someone... And it's really satisfying, I have to say. Oh God, but if you hurt someone... No, because no one is out. Oh. You just throw the dishes from the window and then you go to the street and you take them. Uh -huh. What if you injure someone? No, of course you check before doing that. Okay, but uh, what about all this trash outside? I mean... No, first you, you put the dishes in a plastic bag. Uh-huh. So they won't spread. You close the plastic bag and then you spread. But it's them. plastic. Come on. <laughs> plastic is <laughs> plastic. Okay. So you should well, try. It's really satisfying. Okay. Maybe we should try, but in Italy, not in Russia. <laughs> yes, in Russia we will have big, big problems. problems. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to go to, into big problems. But I would like to tell you two other things before ending this program. Okay, is it satisfying? If it not... is, okay, I don't know if this one is satisfying, <laughs> okay. because in Colombia they really don't like chocolate eggs or bunnies, even because bunnies are non-existent there. They are other animals, so they pass the Easter time by tucking into iguanas, turtles and big rodents. So iguanas sound yeah. very interesting. And then, Easter iguana. <laughs> the last one that is about Russia. Wow, oh, what don't we know about, about our the country? Butter lambs of Russia. Butter lambs? The butter lambs. So I want. As in Poland? Or what? Kind of. But I want you to tell me if it's true, if you do it or not. Because in Russia, the Easter meal is accompanied by a knob of butter fashioned into the shape of a lamb. It dates back to ancient times when it was considered a lucky omen to meet a lamb. So I don't know if you know that was. A lucky omen to meet a lamb on the street or in the grass, but yeah. But why the lamb? Because for Russians, you can be certain that it's not Satan in disguise, because Satan can transform in every animal but the lamb. Mm -hmm. So you were lucky if you met the lamb, because it was for sure not Satan. Mm -hmm. I can say I've never heard about this kind of tradition and this story. So, yeah. Yes, me too. I think it can be connected maybe with some uh, concrete city or concrete yeah. region because Village, Russia is yeah. big and uh, there are many nationalities there and uh, different traditions. So it can be like in Italy. So every region uh, has something special. But uh, I can say exactly what in Siberia, I mean in Novosibirsk, there is no tradition like this. Yeah, I also didn't hear about it in Moscow. 
rather. So, dear listeners, if you know if this is true or not, just comment on the post on Facebook and share your opinion with us. We will be happy to hear it. Yeah, we also will be happy to listen to your opinion about the program and the information you've known because uh, we were looking for the most interesting, awkward and strange things. Not only traditional traditions, but curious and strange traditions. So we are really glad to see you there and to meet you again in a week in our new studio. So guys... Before ending the program, I will remind you to click like on our Mustar FM pages. So EVS Mustar FM on Facebook and EVS Mustar FM on Instagram. And you can listen to us in Anchor or Spotify or wherever because we are gonna be everywhere soon. Yeah, any other app you have on your phone. And before saying goodbye, we would like to say you again Happy Easter, even if you had already celebrated it or if you are going to celebrate it this Sunday. So be careful, take care and Happy Easter to you. Yes, Happy Easter. It was Irina in the studio, this Ricardo and Julia. See you again. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. Do you want to know about customs, traditions, beliefs and culture of different countries? Have you ever wondered how different backgrounds influence our worldview? Let's find out together. Join us every Friday from 10 to 12 on Mustafa FM.